This episode was edited by Deadset Podcasting. If you want your podcast to sound this good, check out deadsetpodcasting.com forward slash services. Get the sound you're chasing. If you or a loved one need mental health assistance or are experiencing a mental health crisis, call Lifeline 24-7 on 13 11 14. You know, the depressive mind, it's amazing the things that it can rationalise and seem like perfect sense. And that's what it was. And then, you know, half an hour later, um, I'm in hospital. So Why? Who? How did that come about? Uh, Who put you in apparently hospital? Apparently I made a phone call to a mate of mine. Don't recall making a phone call. And then he found me. I was parked on the freeway. Mm. Uh, won't go into too much detail in that no. respect. But, yeah, parked car on the side of the freeway and, and he come and picked me up, took me to the hospital and Good on him. And then uh What a hell of a good mate. Yeah, and the the journey from there was the initial journey from there was um very difficult. Trying to be dumb and get what you need at the same time. Mm. Um with doctors in, in trying to explain to them that I need to be hospitalized, that if you let me go, I'm going to kill myself. Mm. Mm. You know, I don't know how many times I said that. You know, my wife is there. She's in tears and she's nodding to them. She's going, he needs to go to hospital because you don't know him. He will kill himself if you let him out. Yeah, right. Oh, he's got care at home. No. You're not going to stop me. It's not 24-7 every no. minute of the day. No. Oh, those bloody resources that we talk about that just aren't bloody yeah. there. Look, I mean, but we said it earlier, you, you can't blame the resources no, it's because it's dollars. not their fault. It's, it's all Well, you can. Some of it is. It's, it's mm. money why we don't have the resources. But I don't know, unless that person knows you intimately. Yeah, but I and know, they don't Bernie, because but you're they're presented. saying, his wife is saying – to them, you can't let him come home. He's telling but them. And that, yet, you I know, know and this saying. is why half of them end up in the bloody ED department where they don't need to be. I know what you're saying. And they're mate. lost you're, in the you're system. You're right in the respect that, yes, there's not enough resources, but if you're a mental health nurse and you get called to Wodonga Hospital because someone has tried to take their life and them and their partner are both saying that, there's a history, he has bipolar, and that he will attempt it again, talk. Mm. There's not Agreed. enough talk. Mm. There's not enough questions. Okay. They go straight to the textbook and go, okay, he's ticking this box, he's ticking this box. So, you know, you know, and I've even heard the excuse, oh, look, it's a bit noisy down there at the moment, down at Kerford and Wang. It's a bit noisy. We've got some troubled patients down there at the moment. Now, they've got two wings, mm-hmm. one for, you know, the really mm, uh, you know, acute. The Is it a bit, do you, and you are very experienced in this, way, way more than us. Is it a bit of an experience on, on the, staff behalf or is it just that they're not quite in the moment because they're too busy under-resourced <sighs> to be honest i where think you, it's tag that? i don't necessarily know that it's either of those mm-hmm. i think it's the education of them right you know and it's getting better in the fact that people with and look i know now you know I get so many more organisations reach out to me to be a part of a study, to be a part of a, a panel, to be a part because lived, You're a survivor. Experience, or lived experience in anything is so powerful. Absolutely. Mm. You know, and 
the amount of conversations I've had with people that are suicidal, you know, I've sat, sat by beds of people that are suicidal, you know, I've had to restrain people that are suicidal, yeah. and I'm not trained in it, you know, I'm so trained. So why were you it. there? How did you get into that? Um, friends of friends, right. and you know, got it. Um, um, unfortunately, that that's a you know a bit of a uh, friends of friends, and they yeah. other people know that you've walked the walk. Yeah, so they bring and you. look, I'm regularly getting and look. If people listen to this and and you think, oh, that was me, don't stop. Like if people text me all the time and say, you know, oh, such and such, you know, what should I do? Don't stop, please. Text don't, me. Don't stop contacting don't keep texting, you. Yeah, keep ringing me. Keep yep, texting me absolutely. because you know I'm not gonna. I'm not Superman. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to be able to heal people, but I can. You're right. You don't want people at the other end thinking I won't bother him. Yeah, yeah. In don't my do moment that. of need, yeah. I won't bother him. No, please. Bullshit. Mm. Bother him. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Bother him. Bother Bernie. Bother yeah. Nadia. Bother yeah. somebody. Because it's just a you know it's just a matter of you know oh yeah this is happening because of this. And can I say one more thing? If that's the case. And you get that person that you're bothering and they're busy in their life because you know what's going on in their life when they've rung them up. Yep. And they seem to have blown you off. Ring the next number. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah. Keep ringing. Yeah. Keep ringing. Yeah. Mm. You know, and, and you know, you, you, you had Trav, you know, um, <clears throat> and, and look, I spoke to Trav after it and, and he was concerned, um, mm. you know, about how people are going to take it and, mm. you know. And, Perception's an interesting thing, how you worry about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And look, I did it. You know, for years, and I still, I still do do it. You know, I recently applied for a job, and it, you know, and I, I've had this question so many times when I do presentations that, oh, when you apply for a new job and it says, do you have a disability? You know, should you tick yes? And I've always said yes, tick it. You know, because it's their problem, not yours. Tick it, because if you don't, and then something happens later on, don't hide it. You're screwed. No, mm. um, you know, put it on there, and um, and I, I applied for this job. And it come to that question, and I stopped, and I paused, mm-hmm. and I thought, "Do I tick it?" And like, and I, I, you know, I obviously then had a go at myself, and you know, did you tick it? Yeah, I ticked it. Yeah, yeah. High five. <laughs> but you know, and then it annoyed me that I'd even considered it. But, yeah. You know, that's that's you know that's the mind. And look, I haven't been in a, a great headspace, and you know, COVID obviously hasn't helped a lot mm. of us. You know, a lot of those things creep back in. Mm. Yeah. They do. Those old habits do creep back in. Oh, I'm always interested to know um, how we're tracking with improvement. So in your time in a couple of these psych wards, has things improved, like, considerably? I'm going to say yes. Good. Um, well, but, I'm not good that you're saying yes. Yeah, but I'm also going to yes say for the, for but yes. I'm, I'm also going to say from my experiences, yes. When I talk to other people, you know, they say no and, and I'd have to say, you know, it doesn't appear to be. Once again, it comes down to people. Mental health is all about people. Mm. It's, you know, how you manage people, how mm. you care for people. You know, you can go to a I – mean, I was in Kerford for nine days. The food, not great. Um, I think it come from the main hospital, so it was just cold by the time I got there. But that's okay, you know. Mm. You know, because I wasn't, you know, high risk or anything. Mum and dad could come, my wife could come. They could take me out for lunch. You know, I could actually go for a walk. You know, yep. outside as long as I communicated when I'd be back. You know, really nice people, really friendly. Um, but did you get the help? Yeah, you yeah, for sure. That's um, you know, for me, it was probably a bit of a, you know, I had to, you know. 
restart myself. As I said, you know, I forgot stuff and I had to restart myself. And I had some good conversations in there with nurses, but also with some other patients, Mm. you know, which was good for both of us, you know. So, and look, I talk to people about psych wards. I don't think we we fear them as much as we used to. No. Um, You know, I hear bad The old stories. electroshock therapy treatment, blah, blah, blah. Well, it still happens. Well. Yeah, it does still yeah. happen. It still happens, yeah. but, you know, and I know. Um, I think a, it's the unknown. It's not a first port of call. And look, it's, we see people think, you know, straitjackets, you know, padded walls. Correct. People think of that when you're psych ward. They right. think of the, you know, movies and that but, sort of stuff. But do you think also, too, guys, that it's not just about that. It's about we're all that little bit more comfortable with mental health now. We know a little bit more mm, I about- I do comfortable, aware. Oh, aware, okay, mm. yeah. Like no, we're comfortable about it. Yes, but, but more people are aware. No, yeah, more no people are aware that you know, yep. mental health exists and what mental health actually is in yep. terms of it makes people sad, makes people happy, makes people do stupid things. Yes. You know, in terms of what mental health actually is, you know, a lot of people don't know. Yeah. yeah, and and we'll never know. I don't but necessarily I hope, know. I hope what we're it is. more than aware. But there's not a tag you can put on it. It's not no. a general thing. No, we no. talk about it as an over. It's an umbrella. And there's there's that many term. different types. I mean, we talk about depression, bipolar, and anxiety. There's so many other different types of mental illnesses that yeah. that, we, that don't there get is. the attention. It's like cancer. But I've got a bit of a. It's just a personal gripe. People go, oh, it's so great what you guys are doing with mental health, raising awareness. If we are at raising awareness status in 2021. Yeah, it's a bit sad. That's sad. But you've got Yeah, to- I'll, I'll combat at- you on that one. Take it for what the compliment is, though. I will, yeah. Oh, I do. I do take it for the compliment well, of yeah. what it is. But what you got to understand, Nards, is that not everybody walks our walk. If your world has never had any impact by yeah. any kind of a health issue. This has never been on your radar. So for somebody who's this has just come onto their radar, mm. they think it's awareness because to them it is and we're helping them with their awareness. There are That's everybody's true. on a different level of the scale of knowledge on health in mm. general. So I'll hey. ask you a question just mm. to reverse the roles. What would you prefer they say? I ask the questions around here. Um, <laughs> no, sorry. Um, well, no, I do take it as a compliment first and form. I really, really do, but I'm saddened. I struggle with this sort of thing too after yeah, presentations. Yeah, I'm saddened to think that we're generally talking about being more aware. I would probably rather them say thank you for normalising or helping normalising mental health mm. or mental ill health because – and, I mean, Bernie, you're right. You're 100% right as much as I hate to agree and tell you that you're right <laughs> – but you are right, unless you are touched in some form. But what what are the stats? One in one in five. So if you don't know somebody with a mental health problem, then you ha- live a good life. A no, good I life. Disagree. Yeah, I don't know about I disagree. that. Good call. Because you know, why I hate, is it a good I, life? Well, I hate my mental illness. I hate it with a passion. But it makes me look at things in completely different way than other people do. Yeah. And it comes in handy sometimes. You know, and people always say if you had a pill that you take it and you get rid of it. I've never been able to answer that question. I don't think it's ever going to happen, so I don't have to answer it. Mm. Um but you know, I think people with mental illness offer so much enrichment in people's lives. 
when it's managed. I'm glad you went there. I was going to ask you that very question. Mm. We're talking lots of negatives for a long time here, and I wanted to know your life mm. and what it's made you, the person that you are. What's the positivity that you see out of the whole thing? Where, where's Black where's Dog your, Institute. your big positivity? Right. Black let's Dog talk about, is my, is let's my talk about them for a minute. Yeah, that's Tell us about positive. them. For those people who don't know, Black Dog Institute. Yep, what's so the uh, they're in, based in Sydney, in Randwick in Sydney. They're a world leader in education and research. It used to be called the Mood Disorders Unit way back in the 80s and it's changed its name to Black Dog, which is a phrase coined by Winston Churchill. He called his depression um, the Black Dog. He and was hounded by the Black Dog of, yes, of depression. Yes, and the symbol is that, and so that means you can be victorious. And that, the, for the radio, is, is the peace sign. Sorry. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Victorious. So if you look at the logo, there's a, a, a peace sign with the shadow of yeah. a dog, and that's Winston Churchill. Um, he's saying you can be victorious over the illness. So they're affiliated with the Prince of Wales Hospital and the and the University of New South Wales, and uh, the big point of difference, and I suppose where I come into it, is they have volunteers that go and do community presentations that all are lived experience presenters. So we go and do present presentations to schools, community groups, sporting clubs, you know, anything. I've delivered from 400 people to two people. Yeah. So, so how do you know? Because there's there's plenty of sports lovers out there. I know that that listen to our show. H- how does a sporting club make this happen? Like, if you know, obviously we, we've been in really trying times, yep. and and we know that a lot of the sport local sporting clubs have been affected directly or indirectly with mental health, yep. whether it be you know suicide or or what have you. If if a club felt that they needed to to offer something to their um to their members, how, how do they go about and it? Basically, they can contact the Black Dog. I mean, if if they're in a club, most of the football clubs around this area will know me, so they can just contact me directly. Just con any other you know organisation, contact the Black Dog, and they just basically hit me up and say, look, we've had a request from here. I got an email yesterday to do a Mallee trip, which got cancelled last year. They're back on board this year. Um, Yarrawonga Lions Club. There's some bushfire ones that we'll do later in the year because mm. they were all supposed to be last year and they got cancelled. So, yeah, look, and I've I've sort of delivered in a few places in Australia and it's just, you know, even if people are listening to this and they're in Queensland, you know, we've got presenters everywhere. So, you know, email the Black Dog and, and they will, they'll try mm. and organise a presenter because there's different types of presentations. Yep. I do them all, you know, just because I'm like that and, you know, want to do as much as I can. So, um, yeah. Is there a cost to the club? No, they're all free. If, if there's a bit of travel, then there may be um, a cost there in terms of travel what a bloody good service um but you know and i couldn't yeah. speak highly the matthew johnson who's a well-renowned illustrator he's done all the, the the artwork and everything they're not you know full of stats and you know they're really engaging presentations they're, especially the ones for for youth for it um for schools for teenagers and schools they're really um engaging and look i've done i'm Near on 130 presentations, I think. What's in, the outcome of a presentation? Um, What's the measured outcome? Look, there's, there's education, but the measured outcome is... Education a, of individual illnesses, illnesses yeah. or education of how to assist somebody who has... Both. Right. Yeah, we, we do talk about um, having that conversation with someone in terms of, you know, if you're concerned about a friend or a family member, we talk about, you know, some of the tips. Obviously, we can't give specific advice because, you know... 
what if if you were asking advice to talk to Nadia, then you know that's a different relationship than if you asked me for advice for you to talk to my dad who you've never met. You know, so it's a, a different mm. relationship. So we give general advice. When I talk to people that I know, then I can give them more specific advice. But you know, there's there's things that that work and they're proven to work from research, and we can support those arguments because. You know, they've worked for us or whether they worked for us personally. Well, as you said, the lived experience is is the most powerful thing. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, that that. must be very powerful. So, um, and that's great. No, it's a great question about how to sporting clubs and and other other institutions, you know, get have speakers come to them. On the other hand of that, though, how does somebody with a lived experience, perhaps, who wants to be as involved as Mm -hmm. you are, then get some education and some training on how? Because you don't stand up in front of people and just talk. That's not everyone. You, it might be your cup of tea because you're a yabber box, but <laughs> not everybody can do that, no. right? You've so your match tonight, Ben. <laughs> it's good for a man to talk. We go for three hours. That's yeah, all good. Yeah. We're going to go as long as you need. Um, no, but is, how do they support? Look, they can. You know, Good there's question. fundraising. There's, you know, there's they're constantly doing research projects, you know, and we need all, you know, types, all ages, you know, to to participate in these research projects because, you know, we need to get as much evidence as we can so that when we are putting, you know, things forward, especially for funding and that sort of stuff, you know, we need to have that base of of participants to do research with. So if you're sitting at the other end of the headphones here and you're thinking, well, my life is what it is and I'd love to put back. I'd love to put back in. Some people have helped me out. I could ring or you at the other end of your headphones, could ring the Black Dog Institute and say, hey, I'm not entirely sure how I can be involved, but I'd love to be. And they'll have a discussion with them as to how they might best be involved, whether that be public speaking or whether that be by research. Yep. Yeah, that's how it works. Yeah, and look, there's, there's, there's other things as well. I mean, yes, I go and do presentations and COVID, COVID's obviously, you know, screwed a few things up, but, um, you know, like when universities have O week, you know, and different places have, you know, expos and stuff like that. You know, I don't necessarily, I can't take time off work all the time to go to those things. People can do that. You know, people can fundraise. You know, there's so many things that people can do. And I guarantee you, once you get involved with that organisation, you will not want to leave. You know, like mm. they're, I mean, I've tattooed them on myself. So, um, they're just they're, they're amazing how good of an organisation they are and how much genuine care they have. Like you walk in there and I'll, I'll go to events there and, you know, they've got, you know, professors there and these head researchers and I'm probably different because I've been there for so long but they want to meet me. Like I'm in awe of them um, and they want to meet me. They want to meet, you know, the presenters. They want to meet the volunteers that are on the ground, you know, and that, you don't see that in organisations. No, you don't. And often everyone's so busy trying to do something and trying to be somewhere or, or do it, there is no give back to the people who actually bleed for the cause. Yeah, that's right. Mm. There's no doubt about that. Hey, um, what if I gave you a big billboard? Oh, that's easy. And you easy. just put a small thing on that's it. That's easy. What is it? <laughs> that's easy. It's okay not to be okay. Yeah, I know. Simple. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know, we get to – we feel too guilty about – Feel and and I do it. So we you get, beat yourself up. We get we feel guilty about being depressed. It is what it is, you know. Mm. Yes, oh, I shouldn't say it is what it is. You know, acknowledge it. Do what you can to to be. Yeah, it, get yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Well, exactly as the slogan says that that it is yeah. okay to be not be okay. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, love it. Right, Dale. I asked all the fun stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Six quick questions here. I think you know how they roll. Mm-hmm. Whiskey or rum? Neither beer. Text or call? Uh, depends who it is, but I'll go text. Text? Mm. Yeah, right. Giving or receiving? Giving. Yeah. Facebook or Instagram? No, I don't have Instagram. I'm not That's cool. That's an easy one then. High school or adult life? Uh, we'll go adult life, yeah, definitely. Mm. Okay. High school's far too painful. <laughs> Scrunch or fold? Uh, depends what mood I'm in. <laughs> really? <laughs> Well, it's better than what I thought you were going to say. Depends what it was. <laughs> depends, no, it depends, what, depends what mood I'm in. Depends what mood, right? Yeah. Eh? Okay. Yeah, no, we haven't had that before. Mm. Have we, Ben? <laughs> I'm, try, I'm just trying to wrap my head around it. I know people who fold. <laughs> if I'm calm, if I'm calm and relaxed, I'm not in a rush, then, yeah, it's fine. I'll yeah. fold, but if I'm not, if I'm shitty, then I'm shitty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah weirdos. Mm. Dale, thank you so much for for coming forward, really. And, and like we did say in Trav's, there's no better story told than one that wants to be told. I can't go back anymore. <laughs> um, no, that's right. It's recorded now, but... <laughs> Truly, truly, thank you so much. It takes it takes a lot of guts to nice. do what you've done and expose Thanks yourself and me. your story. And love the work that you do with the Black Dog Institute. Thank you. Uh, yeah, the world certainly needs more Dale Skinners. I truly believe that there's no more powerful message than one that comes from the heart and one that's a lived message. And I, mm. I do thank you for sharing, mate. Thank you. This episode was edited by Deadset Podcasting. If you want your podcast to sound this good, check out deadsetpodcasting.com forward slash services. Get the sound you're chasing. This episode was edited by Deadset Podcasting. If you want your podcast to sound this good, check out deadsetpodcasting.com forward slash services. Get the sound you're chasing.